Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Doctor, Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showitz. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. God Welcome to this episode of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Dr. Hugh. Let's catch a buzz. All right. Where are we starting today, Paul? You tell me. They're behind the, uh, the, behind I the laptop. we're actually going to start here with this. Uh, no. That's the official name. It's this. Yes. Yes. It's called this. No. This is... I, I said that I was making a watermelon IPA. Now, this has been bottled for a week. Normally, you want to let something sit for two weeks. Um, I've had really good luck, though, with things reaching carbonation levels after one, so I always test them after week one. Um, I tested this yesterday, Paul, and this is re- this is a success. It's not perfect. There are some things I want to tweak, but... Ooh, listen to that. That was a nice pump. I'm really excited to have you try this. Um, I mean, I tried it out yes last night for the first time, and I was like, holy crap, this is really good. And this is a big bottle, too, so we'll be able to have larger glasses. Outstanding. I'm okay with this. Although I am apprehensive because you are already referring to it as an IPA, and we both know where I stand on that. Well, the interesting part about this beer is it, and I'm probably not too loud on the mic because I'm backed up pouring. But Actually, it sounds alright through the headphones. Alright. Um, I changed the hop schedule on this while it was boiling. Time and out. Explain for the people at home and myself what a hop schedule is and what that means. Okay, so while you are, are boiling your 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 water, your, your beer, um, you put hops in at different times. Okay. So this was a one-hour boil. There were, like, uh, I think it was Columbus. Columbus went in right at 60 minutes, so it is in there the whole time. Then um, Cascade at 15, and then something else at 5. And depending on where you add those hops and how long they're in there, you can pull different flavors out of them. Now, um, this didn't. This doesn't really have the strong grapefruit flavor. And I don't smell the watermelon. Do you? I get a hint of watermelon, but I get mostly IPA. Okay. Uh, it doesn't have the as strong grapefruit flavor that a lot of our IPAs do. It's. I, I almost think it's closer to a pale ale, which is basically an IPA with without all of that grapefruity, citrusy stuff. However, I was apprehensive. Because I used an entire bottle of the uh, the watermelon extract, okay. and even though technically I should have only used like half half of that, uh, the last time I used half, it flavor didn't come through. But I was right. worried it was going to be too strong. That was the aged cherry, right? Yes, and uh, I was worried that it was going to come through too much, like the raspberry did. Um, but this actually, I think it's about perfect. 
In fact, the only thing I would change is when I changed the hop schedule, I did it because I wanted to pull um, the, the hops that had the floral notes. I wanted to pull more of that out uh, and put it in there because uh, one of the best IPAs out there right now, I think, is a Founders All Day IPA, which is more floral than citrus, which the first time I tried it, I thought that's going to be weird because I don't like floral flavors, but it works really well. So I wanted to try that here. Um, I would actually dial back the floral just a little bit in this, uh, but I think the watermelon comes through. Uh, Outstanding. Amazing. Give it a try, Paul. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take a sip here. It is, um, it does have like a citrusy look to it with the color. It does. Uh, if I had secondary it, it probably would have been a little clearer. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with this because with the look of it, it reminds me of like a shock top, that style of beer, and I'm okay. a big fan of those. I'm going to take the drink now. Go ahead. You do it, Paul. Uh, take a look on uh, look on his face. That's definitely very watermelon. Like you can, you definitely get that. But I still yeah. get the the IPA soap, whatever I call. It. I don't know what it really is, but that's what yeah. I refer to it as. Mm, soap. But it's minor. See, I could still drink this as an IPA, as, as opposed to just chucking it over my shoulder when you're not watching. Yeah, <laughs> which like, then mm, would, delicious. Then, then it would make a mess. Well, yeah, and it would be noticeable here on the couch. I think. But I think the watermelon <laughs> makes up for... Because, you know, I'm not a huge fan of IPAs either. Mm-hmm. But the watermelon wouldn't work in um, a stout or anything like that. No, absolutely not. Uh, it is very bitter, so I think next time I'm going to see if, if I can change up the schedule to pull just a little of that back. Mm-hmm. But I think that on a hot summer day outside while you're moving rocks around, this would really hit the spot. Right. You do realize by the time we're done that rain's probably going to move in and we won't get to move any rocks anyway. So, <laughs> Well, it's entirely possible my <laughs> wife will be back before right. we're done recording anyway. That's so. all good. Um, we do way too much like the background talk like, about <laughs> shit that nobody understands but us. And That's I'm okay show. with us. That's we, right. We what are you going to do about it? Don't fucking listen. Like the rest of the world. Um, I'm still very, very curious about our... Um, California listeners, I want to know who they are. I so also, I. I also understand that they haven't really had time to listen to the latest episode and probably respond to us since that just went up a couple days ago. Ah, so, but I, uh, I, I, we're actually current. Like, I, I, we don't have anything hanging back right now. That's so. nice. Well, I mean, except old stuff that I'm going to do the lost episodes things with. So, yeah. Salute. All right. Yeah, I, uh, I'm really happy with the way this came out. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with beer at 10.30. Oh, it's 11.30 in the morning, so we're late. We are. I should. Oh, I didn't get up till 9 o'clock this morning. Why? Because it was fucking great. Oh. See, I my alarm was set for 7.40 because I had to take Lana to work. Mm. So, of course, I woke up at 6.30. Naturally. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah, so. well, I, you know, I haven't heard my alarm in weeks now. I mean, I, I always wake up. I, at this point, like, I, I'm waking up sometimes 45 minutes to an hour before I have to get up and just getting up because I can't go back to sleep. That sucks. I yeah. hate that. But not why we're here. No, it is not. Okay. Um, I, I didn't have time to write an actual show notes template this time. Okay. So it's all on, on the little notebook here. Um, so wh- where are we going to roll into? We well, have one more beer to do, right? We do. Unless we decide we feel like drinking a third in the middle of the show. Yeah. Whatever. Excuse well, me. I guess, Paul, what's got you geeked? What's got me geeked is something I texted you about the other day. And surprisingly enough, your response was, I don't know what that is. I hope you don't die. What was that again? I went bad axe throwing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I took a, uh, let's call him a production assistant with me. Okay. Um, <laughs> we had a good time. It was Thursday, I believe. Um, and by the time you're listening to this, you will have already seen 
uh, my promo video I recorded for it and put up on the Geekpod page. And um, it was National Axe Throwing Day, apparently. Wow. Didn't know that was a thing. Everything's a thing. I know. It's weird. Um, so they were offering, you know, a chance to come in for free and huck some axes. So we decided this was a good idea. This place is in Camillus in Township 5, right next to Branching Out. Oh, I love that place. Yeah, they were closed. I didn't get a chance to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we walk in there, and as you'll see in, in the accompanying video, um, I was wearing my Geekpad shirt. for Nice. <clears throat> Excuse me. We walk in, we get the spiel, they make you fill out a waiver. Uh, we were paired with a, a fine young lady named Maya. She was the, our instructor. They give you the spiel, you gotta fill out waivers on your iPhone. Show them that you filled it out before they will let you handle an axe. Um, then they tell us that the free portion is for 10 minutes. Okay. Um, if and when you want to go back and do this, it's $24 for an hour to throw axes. Okay. So you go over there, and they, they run you through an instructional process of how to throw an axe. There's a two-handed technique they try to teach you where, you know, you, you do the whole thing. And, and I'm showing you what, basically, they have you do. Um, but two-handed, over your head, take a step with your non-dominant foot, hook the axe, fling your arms back dramatically. Okay. That didn't work for me. I had to do the single-handed one. When I did the two-handed one, the axe went flying, hit above the target, and ricocheted back. Yeah. Oh, man! Uh, I, I had a lot of ricocheted backs, but because I'm not that good at it. I have no depth perception, so the production assistant was definitely taking his life in his own hands standing next to me while we were doing this. Um, but once I started doing the one-handed stuff, even though it's kind of hard to do on a broken hand, I'll explain that in a little bit, too. Oh, Jesus. Um... Uh, non-diagnosed because you know me i don't go to doctors um but i was the one-handed techniques way better you literally you just stand facing forward plant your feet huck your head like huck the x over your head right at it that that worked way better for me because it's a lot of the same technique that i'm used to with the i keep doing pointing motions because that's what i learned is when you throw these things you, you point at what you're throwing at afterwards it works. And then the axe follows where your finger yes. is going. Because it's like, oh, the finger says go right, here. That's where it says. It's right there, it, your imaginary dotted line. I did get one bullseye. Yeah? One. That I had a lot. And, and of course, we got none of my awesome throws on video. We, we, um, we, got, <laughs> we got a video of me, which will be posted to the, uh, the Geekpad Facebook page. My first single, my first handed, one handed attempt. Yeah. And I naturally hit and it bounced back at me. But, you know, not I, dramatically like in the videos you see where the girl like literally has a duck because it goes flying back at her over her head. Okay. But. I was going to say, if it seems like they should have that set up where things can't bounce like that. I don't know. It bounces, but they have a line painted across the floor that, like, as long as you're standing behind that line, you're very, very safe. You know what I mean? Like, they've got the distances all worked out and everything. Hopefully so. their, their maths are right. I hope so, because mine never would be. Like, I'd have, like, dead people everywhere. <laughs> Just, so is there alcohol at this place? Just so you what? Know. Yes. You can get drunk and throw axes. Yes. That's a really bad idea. It is. And apparently there's another axe-throwing place um, in the city of Syracuse, like right downtown somewhere. And you can bring your own alcohol. Like, you can show up with a case of beer and huck axes. 
So I'm going to track down the name and address of that place for next time. That, wow. I mean, that, that seems dangerous to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently, this is a very popular thing. There's leagues. You can do X-throwing leagues. Like, wow. Now, did you feel, like, stress relief or anything while doing yes. this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're, afterwards, you're like, oh, this is nice. Like, it's good times. And then we walked across the parking lot to Buffalo Wild Wings for dinner. So, mm. But that is what's got me geeked. Um, I have a feeling Bad Axe is going to become a very good friend of the show. I'd so. love to hear that. So, What about you? What's got you geeked? Oh, I was going to say nothing had me geeked. I'm still going to talk about what... Uh, actually, I've been really irritated lately, uh, which I'll get to. But um, something did pop up yesterday that I, I'm kind of excited about. Um, are you familiar with Pluto TV? That's the dog from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, right? Yeah, that that is the, that's the dog from Mickey Mouse, who was also in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, mm-hmm. but not related. Trying to keep it relevant for the younger crowd. That not that young. There's no four year olds listening to our show. Since when? Like that was our wheelhouse. That's why I've been doing all the advertising. Is it the fucking <laughs> no wonder shit's not working for us? Fucker. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Pluto TV is a uh, free application. You can watch it on your computer. You can get it on your phone. Uh, you can get it on pretty much any smart device. So, like for instance, um, your PlayStation Four, your uh, Fire TV, uh, probably your if you have Android TV. I mean, is your TV upstairs? Is that internet enabled? Like, is your Netflix yes, and shit? Yeah. Okay, then you can probably download Pluto now. Here's the thing, Pluto. I've known about Pluto TV for a while. It's a great service. Basically, they offer a bunch of free TV sh- channels. There's there's no pay or anything like that. You don't pay for anything. Now you're not going to replace your normal cable with this. Okay. Okay. This, this is this isn't cutting the cord. No, right it, it's it's supplemental. But what they have is a lot of curated channels. There's a horror movie channel, an action movie channel. They have news. They also pull a lot of stuff from the web. Uh, so uh, there are certain websites that will have like um, Geek. One of the Geek, Geek and Sundry has a, oh, nice. uh, a a channel on there. They have they show like a lot of tabletop with Will Wheaton and things like that in specific channels. There's sports too. There's live sports. It, it's it's just really cool. It's supplemental, but you'll find niche stuff there. Like they have one channel that's all episodes of Wipeout, like the game show. <laughs> no people, kidding. Yeah, and it's it's the U.S. version. The um, the uh, foreign versions. They have the same thing. They have a Fear Factor channel. Oh, so nice. So it's all Fear Factor, all the time, 24 hours a day. Uh, it, it basically, if you can't find anything on regular cable, nothing's drawing your interest, you can probably find something you can throw on and just be amused by. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have some good stuff. Well, three days ago, they began an all-Doctor Who channel. Nice. And this is all classic Doctor Who. It's none of the new stuff, so it's all the classic stuff, because they just reached a, uh, an agreement with BBC, so they're showing... They have several different BBC channels now, or related channels, I should say. Um... Now it's only they only have two hundred episodes that they're they're cycling through. There are uh, over six hundred episodes of the classic series out there. Hopefully, they'll be able to get rights to more of those, or they'll cycle through them. Uh, part of it is BBC has released a uh, stateside uh, subscription service, which has all of them. So I don't think they want to give them all. Right. Uh, but I mean, it's still it's cool. Yesterday. We found out about it because my, my boss and my job actually posted in our water cooler Slack channel, uh, for, which is for not-work-related not stuff, that, hey, you know, if you're a Doctor Who fan, because she loves, she actually caught the cord, and that's what she has is Pluto. Nice. Um, uh, so I, I turned it on. There's Tom Baker in the Robots of Death. Nice. And and you know, and the the bad thing about only having 200 episodes is if you uh, know classic Doctor Who, every single story was split into 20-minute segments. So that means... One story 
could be four or five episodes, sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter. So 200 episodes is a lot less than it seems like. Uh, that's probably like 50 stories, mm-hmm. 40 to 50 different stories. So it really doesn't encompass the whole range, but hopefully they'll get more. Um, but it, it's pretty cool. There's a Doctor Who channel now. And I'm that's like, awesome. where was this when I was a kid? Right. Now, what I was originally going to say, I, I was actually going to... Uh, tell you that I wasn't geeked about anything because I've been dealing with something that's driving me up a fucking wall. And if there's anybody out in listener land that can give me an assist, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. So you know that I, uh, I love the, the PlayStation Vita I bought a while back. Yes. Okay, now I've amassed a small collection of physical games and uh, digital games from the store, but I've not really played a whole lot of them because I've actually been holding off until the hack came out for the final firmware. Okay, and here's why. Yes, this the hack. You can hack your Vita, and you can pirate games. And I'm not using this for piracy. Uh, the problem is, the PlayStation Vita has only accepted one kind of memory: Sony's proprietary uh, memory stick thing. And like the 16 gig card I have, which was filled up in like you know 10 minutes, minute. okay. was like uh, 40, 40 between 40 and 50 dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. um, they're expensive. They're prone to failure. Um, and I knew that if, if on previous software versions before their last update, um, they have something called an uh, app to SD for Vita. And it's basically a little uh, plastic cartridge. You can put a regular up to 256 gigabyte card in this. Oh, wow. And, but it, and it will, you, if you hack the Vita, you can install the software <clears throat> for this to act as your SD card. Mm-hmm. Okay. It takes up the cartridge slot, so you can't use physical games. So my intention was I was kind of waiting to play stuff because I knew I'd probably have to reset and start from scratch until I had this up and running. Right. And my goal was to get that running. I bought it. It cost me like less than thirty dollars to get the uh, the adapter and a two hundred and fifty six gigabyte card. Okay. And I wanted to pull all my digital games, save them there, and use the piracy. Um, tools on there to get digital copies of the physical games I, I owned. Which and I all would, you're really doing is making backups of your games. It, basically, yeah. yeah. And I was still going to continue buying games from the PlayStation Store because if you're hacked, there is a, a hack that spoofs the version so that PlayStation Store thinks you're on the current software and you can still purchase games from them, which is okay. 100% what I intended on doing. Right. All right. In the past two weeks, I have now upgraded my software to remove the hack and started from scratch four times really in fact three of those it took me one week to actually figure out how to do it the other three start from scratches were all this week in the in the monday to thursday i have not been playing video games in the morning i've been doing nothing but trying to get this thing to work and every time i get it to a point one thing will work but another won't I won't be able to get you know the the games that I, I own physically installed on there so I can use them, but I can download from the PlayStation Store. The last time I had everything working, but I could no longer download from the PlayStation Store. I'm like, I cannot get everything working. And I, I may, in fact, right now, I was told um, via text message right before the show started uh, that my new app to SD has arrived. It, it's possible it's a faulty thing because they're, they're apparently, uh, people say buy two because inevitably one will be bad. Oh, that's, that's common. Uh, but well, the thing is it was working. I've been able to get it to recognize the app to SD, but I, it's always something else that breaks. You know, once you right. plug one hole, something else starts leaking. So it's entirely possible I'm going to get home, pop the SD card in this thing and everything's going to work, but I'm thinking probably not knowing my luck. I'm probably starting from scratch for the fifth time. Uh, but it's driving me up a wall. 
Mm-hmm. And, and this is this is not difficult, but there is going into config files and adding lines of code and shit like that to instruct things as to, you know, this is where you boot from. Right. And, oh, my God. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Well, it started off a fun. I mean, I enjoyed, um, you know, jailbreaking phones and things like that. I, I That was... I used to really be into this kind of stuff. And when I started, I was like, I can't believe I did this. You know, even though I'm following guides or whatever, it was cool. You still have to do it, though. Yeah. At this point now, I'm just like, fuck me. I just want this to work. (laughs) Right. You know, and and it's... The the sad thing is that I I think a lot of this could have been resolved by Sony just not making really stupid choices. Because I have gotten some things working on there, okay? Mm -hmm. And... Like I said, I have a lot of games that I own that I haven't even played because I I didn't want to start with a save file and in case I had to start from scratch. I, I didn't. I when that happens, I usually don't play a game over. Um, but for instance, one of the games I have, Injustice: Gods Among Us, you know nice. that, right? That's Good on game. the fucking Vita. That's awesome. Yeah, it's and it it it's slight slight graphic. Uh, the graphics aren't quite as good, but it plays just as well. And I'm just like, holy crap, this is so awesome. Nice. So yeah. once you get to play it, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm really tired of uh, of formatting That's SD true. cards and hard drives and just fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck this fucking fucker. Yeah, fuck this fucking fucker. That's exactly right. Too bad we can't use that as a title. Oh, we could, but we'd probably get kicked off iTunes. Yeah, we'd go to iTunes jail. Is that a real thing, or do they just <coughs> kick you off? The, it just the episode wouldn't be accepted at all. They would remove the episode. And then we can scream censorship, and it wouldn't right. fall on deaf ears. That's right. So where are we heading now, Paul? I'm, I plan on sitting here. Um, let me see. What do we have? Um, well, we have our second beer. If you want to, do you want to do that already, or I'll do it. All right. You what did you choose? This. Uh, I chose the. Uh, now th- I think we had this this brand last week, and it wasn't all that good. But um, Linen. Lugels or is it Kugel? Lining Kugels. Kegel? Sn- Kegel? I don't know. We're going to drink Kegels? What? I thought those were the, the vagina exercises. Well, actually, I think men and women can do that. It's a, I think it's a muscle that we both have in the crotch area. That's funny. Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. I actually had a hard time finding this, Paul, because you said it was in one of those craft six-packs. But here's the thing. You also have tons of craft beer all over that fridge that isn't in a six-pack. Yeah, that's all stuff that I we ended up with. I don't know how. So um, I wasn't sure if it if it was just all there for the picking or if I had to find the box. But then I found the box behind some. Uh, was that orange Bud Light in there? Probably. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm totally against Budweiser, but I might actually try one of those sometime. Those are really good. That's another one of those that's very refreshing. Like good hanging by the cool the pool. The cool. You've had enough. You're cut off. Right. I've had half of a beer. Um, Why, this is a big bottle. I mean, yeah, this... That's what she said. <coughs> Where is this bottle? Yeah. Thank you. Um, Linen Lugels? What the fuck? That might fuck be a K. I don't know. I don't know. That's not good branding when you can't even read the fucking name of the company. Right, when you're sober. I mean, that's the... No, no catchy write-ups or anything on this. Six generations of family brewing. Pride of Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. But we can't write our name in a legible way. Right. Maybe it's on the website. No, because their website is liney.com. That's helpful. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Trying to, uh, to to promote your, your, your brewery here, and we can't even do it. Yeah, that's... God, I'm going to have to go to the website later and figure out what their real... Lufenhusen? 
Kegel. It's Kegel beer, okay? Kegel beer is what we're going with. As Paul writes that down. Alright, go ahead. Alright, very, very dark. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to be drinking, you're supposed to be talking? Is that yes, that, that's okay. the idea. You know, you, you drink, I talk. What do you think? Oh, that's not a good face. There's, like, no taste. Really? Like, I don't... Okay, hold on. It's weird. Because, like, when you say it's a snowflake vanilla snowdrift, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> kind of tastes like molasses. I mean, it's it's not a bad, it's not a cringy beer, but when you're when you're talking about being the 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 vanilla porter for the snowflakes, it's I mean, yeah, I mean, I I don't ever see the need to drink another one of these ever in my life. Agreed, so. agreed. I mean, I I expected some vanilla in there. I'm you just can't saying. always get what you want. Well, easy there, fucking Mick Jagger, right? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you should have been able to answer that yourself. I think I did. I wasn't kind of talking to myself. But, that, but then you, you weren't sure. Okay. Don't question yourself, Paul. You're always right. See, and you son of a bitches, you enablers are the reason I'm the way I am. <laughs> no, I only say that because I know at the end of the day you're gonna always think you're right anyway. So there's no point in me arguing with you. It, there's legit no taste to that. Like it's weird. No, there's taste, but it tastes like um, it tastes like molasses. It tastes it tastes like um, very dark malts. It's uh, the Seinfeld of beers. It's a beer about nothing. It's a... anyway. I think that that's an uh, accurate. Oh, that's a good uh, name too. The Seinfeld, Seinfeld of, of beers. beers. That's so now you have to vamp while I write again. Though <laughs> I have to vamp. What does that even mean? I vamping is something you do for the camera. I can't do that on mic. There's no camera. There's no way for me to vamp or make funny faces. Perfect. Or, you just did it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> um. So, um, yeah. Jesus. The twenty third. There's a uh, a con ish coming yeah. up in Syracuse. Really? What is yeah. it? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a teddy show. Oh, okay. Um, I'm a little confused because the name keeps changing. Um, now it's called the Syracuse Comic Book Marketplace Vintage and More. Okay. Um, and when you read in the notes, it's part of the Punk Rock Flea Market slash Geek Garage Sale. It's like a nesting doll. Yes, there's more bits and pieces, and there's probably like a psychic fair involved too, because it seems to be the thing now. Yeah, T- Teddy's big into those. Yeah, he's kind of hippy dippy on that. That's why I dig uh, about him. Well, you know, he, I think he he knows what people want to go see, and I mean that's hey, look look at it this way, okay? The guy's been doing this this for God longer than I've been alive, mm-hmm. and. He's still doing it. He must be successful. I mean, he can't be... You know, he likes to say, I'm not even making money on this. You know, because he's there for the love of it. I'm sure he's making money. Yeah. At least the people, the vendors are making money. And right. people Otherwise are going, they wouldn't come back. Yeah. And people are going to see them. So, yeah. Comic books, toys, psychics. I mean, it, it gives you an opportunity for a very low cover to go see a lot of different things that, that may not necessarily be connected. But look at it this way. Would I ever walk into a, a psychic? Like, I mean, out in Liverpool, they're 
There's some. We have a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. There's one in North Syracuse. I'm never going to walk into one of those places, but if I go to a con or say a zombie ball, and there happens to be one there, I might be willing to to try it out because maybe I'm a little interested in it, but I don't really want to go. I don't. I, I would feel weird about putting in my schedule going to see Psychic Friday at 11:30 a.m. Right. You know, I can't bring myself to go that far. So I think it makes sense. While they they may be uh, an, an eclectic group of different things. Uh, I think it fits well together. It's kind of like going to the farmer's market. You can buy vegetables, you can get Thai food, or you can buy old records, or guitars, or fireworks. It's a lot of different shit. It's a mishmash of stuff, but it's all in one place, and it's successful. Like a flea market. Yeah. Yeah. Farmer's market, flea market. You can go get your knives right next to all your Nazi memorabilia. Wait, do they actually sell Nazi memorabilia there? They do at the one in Collingwood in New Jersey. I know that. Oh. How do you know that? They did, anyway. Um, it, it's been discussed at ad, ad, ad nauseum on a different podcast. Ah. Uh, well, I wasn't there. No, no, like, different, as in not us, different. Oh, oh, okay. No, All right. Just, you, I've been scolded for, you know, promoting other podcasts before, so. By who? Peoples. What peoples? The, the stuff and the things. What? Hey, you're making about as much sense as Rick Grimes does, which brings us to uh, something that happened the past two weeks, Walking Dead number 192. Alright, and I want to stop you right there. Because, um, episodes two ago, according to iTunes, episode 90, but according to us, episode 74, <clears throat> um, you were talking about episode 190 and said that was the beginning of things actually finally happening. Was there was that was 190 the launching point to how we got to where we are right now? Well, yeah, I would okay. say so, yeah. Please continue then. So, at the end of um, issue 191, uh, Rick Grimes had been shot, okay? And it looked like a bad, a bad shot, but he was in the Commonwealth. Now, you, you clutched your chest when he said it. Was he shot in the chest? Because yes, I didn't read Yes, I didn't he read was it. shot in the chest. Okay. Once. And, I mean, you're, it's bad, but they are now, they've, they've traveled, they still have their settlement, but there's another one that they found called the Commonwealth, and there are people with jobs, there's restaurants and things like that. Like, they have... They have some of society back. They even have lawyers. They have a need for lawyers. So this is a place where, you know, if he got shot in in, uh, their uh, settlement, shot in the chest, you're probably dead. But they have doctors here. So, I mean, as a reader, you're thinking, oh, that's really bad. But he's the main character, has been for almost 200 issues. This is the only place where he could be saved. Issue 192 opens with him say he says something to the shooter like what or what did you do and then in a jerk reaction the guy shoots him three more times right in the Holy chest shit. it's it's like on the first page you're like fuck he's dead there's no way and then it cuts away to Carl uh, talking with somebody I'm going to go check on my dad in the morning cuz this happened he was in bed the, the guy opened his bedroom door and shot him Carl knocks on the door opens it up and there is zombie Rick Grimes with white eyes looking back at him and Carl d- doesn't even he shoots him right in the head with like from instinct, Jesus. and that's it. It was a very unnoble or ignoble, is ignoble, ignoble. Right? ignoble death. It was a really shitty, shitty death for such a, a an important character. And maybe that was by design. Maybe it was supposed to be a shitty death, but we didn't get a heroic send off. I mean, think about the TV show. If Rick had died blowing up that bridge, if he was really dead in the TV show, mm-hmm. at least it was a heroic send off. Right. This was crap. It, w- it was awful. And, and maybe there that's the point to show that even the best of people... I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a world where you can just die. It doesn't always mean something. I, I think that in the... 
in in the comic book, it, it makes some sense that they would do that on purpose. That you can die for no reason. Even the best of us can die for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the show, I think people would fucking riot. Uh, the right. viewers would riot. Yeah. Um, it, it, because it's a different medium, and you connect with it in a different way. For me, I mean, for 192 issues, I've been reading about this guy, and I kind of figured he wasn't going to make it to the end, but I wasn't expecting such an awful death. Being shot by a little whimpering fucktard who isn't even really a main um, bad guy or anything. He's the son of somebody. Yeah, the, the right? shitty son of the person who was running the Commonwealth. Was. Uh, yes. Was no longer. Yes, because you have to read it. I'm not going to tell the whole story here. Okay. Um, but basically, the people are, were asking Rick to lead, and he doesn't want to. But the, the, they, had a, they had a good idea. The problem is they were, they were classifying people. Mm-hmm. And putting basically putting it was social casting, and you know if you had these skills you would be here, if you had these skills you would be here, and there was no chance for people to move around within that or better themselves. And the people who had like higher skills, I guess, for instance, Michonne, she used to be a lawyer, so they wanted her to become a lawyer. She gets a cushy apartment and all this kind of stuff. Well, if your only skill is you know carpentry, well, you get a shitty little house and you don't have the opportunity to better yourself and he was basically saying you know this is not how it should work it's not perfect but they've they've constructed a society that works now we just have to create equality you know we have to make it an even playing field and some other shit happened some zombies you know got in an attack there was other stuff but basically he was a hero and the people of the commonwealth decided that this person was no longer going to be the leader and it almost seems like she accepted that but her son who was entitled and used to having everything handed to him and being a dick to everyone and they they do what he whatever you know he wants them to he in his uh, infantile mind thought that you know if he killed rick everything would go back to normal and, and, and it's the first time he's ever killed somebody he was even kind of shocked by it. and that's why you can tell he shoots him once and then rick says something and it's just the guy he wasn't even equipped he, he's not even a good killer Wow. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's it, It'd be different if Negan took Rick out, but this is a punk who's never even killed a zombie. Um, killing Rick Grimes, you know, and kind of not even meaning to. Right. He was just throwing a tantrum, and that's why I say it was a very ignoble death, because it was awful. Interesting. Um, but I'm sure that it was 100% awful by design. That's how Kirkman does stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, the guy's a fucking genius. Yeah. He, know, he knows what he's doing. But, I mean, as a reader... <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time since the comic really shook me. Yeah, and, and it got you? Well, I mean, I kind of I mean, expected something was going to happen, but I guess... I, I mean, I was prepared for Rick to die, mm-hmm. but I wasn't... I thought it would be more drawn out. I, th- I thought there would be some element of heroism to it, but, you know, he died in his fucking underwear in bed. Wow. That's something. I mean, yeah. it really is. I mean, and, and, and this issue was like... This was huge. Like, people were lining up before stores opened last Wednesday to get this fucking thing. Like, everybody in town was selling out. Because I talked to our good friend Aaron from Cloud City, who we're going to talk about again in a little bit. Thank you, Aaron. Um, yes. I, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, go ahead. Aaron hooked us both up. He, he got both of us um, the variant blank white cover copies of... Walking Dead 192. Um, at the only store 
that was offering that issue in town. None of the other comic shops could get it. Cloud City Comics and Toys and Armory Square was the only one that had the blank variant cover. And Hugh got the very last one in town. Aaron hooked us up good. He is a huge friend of the show. I have to give him a hug next time I see him. Well, maybe you should come to that show. Actually, I don't think you'll be able to because I think it's on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Naturally. Come on, Teddy. Saturday shows. Now, and you know, it's funny, too, because it came out, and um, I read, read about it, and I, I immediately messaged Paul, because I know that this is going to be a hard... Um, but it was after your lunch, after you'd already gone to the comic store, and I was like, crap. And, he, and Paul's like, well, let me let me get a hold of Aaron and see if we can do something. Because, you know, I, I, I'm like, I'm never going to... I'm going to end up with, like, a fucking third run of this, this thing, <laughs> right. which is... You know, it's, it's not like comic books I have are, are worth a lot anyway, but this is one that's probably going to be worth something eventually. Well, I would think so. I mean, it may even be worth something right now. Uh, and I was just like, crap, I can't believe I'm not going to get the first edition. Because I, I, I don't generally, I read comics for the story, I don't generally worry about what edition I have of something. Right. Um, even you know, one of my favorites, like Walking Dead, but this is one issue I was like, I, I need to have the first edition on this. Yes. So, yeah, huge. And, and, and like I told Hugh, and this makes me a bad comic book geek, I didn't know what was going on. <clears throat> I walk into the store and Aaron's like, so, here. I'm like, well, I don't read walking dead he goes you do this one here like why and he he flipped it open and he showed me i saw the panel you were talking about first about like rick like zombified yeah stand looking and i'm like holy fuck really he's like i got you i'm like oh my god yeah Yeah. so aaron's oh my god the guy's so cool he's you know aaron you've got yeah you know what the funny thing is um while we're friends with Cloud City, we used to do a lot of events with them, but in their new location in Armory Square, there's not really room for us to record during events, and even if they could make room, because we've done one there. We did mm-hmm. a free comic book day. Because it's so much smaller, the noise precludes us even being yeah. able to record. So um, I have not seen those guys as often as I would like to. Uh, I believe Aaron had just started around that time. Yep. And you pointed him out to me, but I'm not sure that we've ever been formally introduced. I mean, he was at Shopping Town briefly before they moved. No? No. no okay. No. No, no, no. And then I, I may not actually really know Aaron. I'm we'll sure we'll I have to fix once. that because Aaron's way cool. And he's met the girls at a couple of the shows, so now he spoils them. They don't know it yet, but they have a huge care package from Cloud City waiting for them that has, like, Marvel Rising posters, um bookmarks like anytime there's something small cool like that he puts it aside puts it into a bag and board for the girls and oh, nice. puts it away yeah he uh he, he he really likes he spoils them almost as much as jeff does so yeah it, it's it's huge and he's become a very good friend and uh, i actually reached out to him for comic book um recommendations instead of us just telling everybody what we like because mine every time we do recommendations mine are always the same it's like something that has to do with Nova or Moon Knight or something yeah. like that. So I figured, I mean, this guy's a comic genius. He, he knows his shit. He knows what's good. He's never steered me wrong on anything. So, I mean, I reached out to him and he gave us a few cool things to go into. Do we want to keep talking yeah, comics since we're there? All right. So, Hot Comics by Aaron from Cloud City Comics and Toys. Because I can come up with a catchy name that quick. <laughs> um, he says, Deceased 
mm. is huge right now. I don't know what that is. Okay. I've seen it on the shelf, so I'm hoping you can tell me about it. I can. Uh, now, DC... St- I, I don't want to say this is uh, DC's answer to Marvel Zombies, but it's really difficult not to draw that parallel uh, because it feels like it is. The story's a little different, though. Um, the idea is that... Um, there is a virus released. Um, the anti-monitor is involved, and basically, oh, this no is kidding. this is like an anti-life um, equation. Equation virus. It, it basically infects anything electronic. So basically, somebody looks at their cell phone. This thing does its shit, and they turn into a bloodthirsty cannibal. Now it no doesn't. Kidding. They're not literally. I mean, they're they're literally dead. They are dead. They're anti-life. Mm-hmm. When that happens, they are now dead. And so far, two issues in, uh, it, I don't. It doesn't seem like you can come back from that. Maybe that'll change, but it doesn't seem like that. Uh, but of course, something like that spreads so quickly, the heroes don't even ha- that you can't contain it. It's all over the world, everywhere, right. all at once. And uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, scary, and uh, so far, I mean, it's really good. Now, now here's the thing about this: this kind of an idea is always good at first. Like, Marvel Zombies was amazing when it first came out, um, but they sure beat that horse to death. I was going to say, I, I was doing stuff on Wiki, and I was looking at how much they did with Marvel Zombies, and it's like, wow, they yeah. really, like, And I that. own every single one of them. Do you? Yes, I do. Wow. Um, even at the... I mean, it was still good, uh, but, it, they, you know, they, they could have done, like, a, a more persistent world or something, but they all started pulling stories from different places. It was still good. Uh, but any time that, you know, you're... Your, one of your lead characters is Howard the Duck. Um, you, you know you're, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Howard the Duck and Dum Dum Dugan. The robot version of him, the LND? No, no, the real version of him. Oh, because I guess we just found out in the last couple of years that the Dum Dum that we thought was just a guy has been an LMD for quite oh, a while. Well, okay, that that was that came after the huh, story. Interesting. So. Um, but, you know, any the first time you see these heroes in, in these kind of situations, it's uh, kind of terrifying, and it really draws you in. Now... Um, so far, I mean, we've seen some big ticket heroes bite it. Really? Yes. Like who? Do you want me to tell? Um, Hell Jordan. <gasps> no and kidding. Batman. No way. Yeah. So there's got to be a way back from it, obviously. Unless this is well, no, no. Th- this is uh, this is its own separate thing. Okay. I, I don't think that this is part of the DC universe proper. Gotcha. Because I was like, going to say they're doing a big thing with Hale now, aren't they? Isn't Grant Morrison writing it or something? Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm sure this is just like Marvel Zombies. It, it's separate. It's separate. Because um, yeah, there, there's no way they could write themselves back from this. <laughs> right. Um, because I mean, you have to. When I say they're dead, I don't mean they're zombies. I mean they became zombies and then they were put down. Wow, so that's they're, awesome. So they're done, yeah. I'm going to have to go back and try in, in fact, one of the interesting things was, um, of course, Batman, being the smartest of them all, was able to shut all outside electronic communication down, but um, Nightwing got infected, and Nightwing bit him. Uh. Because it can be transferred there. And uh, he actually, because any, anyone else that gets infected, it's like instant. Like mm-hmm. when Hal, Jor- Hal Jordan stepped away to check his phone to check on somebody, and all of a sudden came back, and he's fucking... Rawr. Uh, Batman threw himself into Mr. Freeze's cryo suit to slow down the progression of the virus while he reached out to the rest of the Justice League. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and he, they're trying, no, there's, you're Batman. He's like, no, shut up. There's no time for this. I'm done. Here's what you need to know. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then when he finally turned, uh, Alfred shot, shotgun. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's there. 
it's really cool so far. And it's been selling so well, they announced this week that they're going to be doing some uh, one-shots. Uh, the next one, it's going to involve Constantine, which has me interested. Oh, oh nice. However, it seems like... The, the picture they used in all the articles, it looked like Deathstroke's ripped mask. So I don't know if that was supposed to reference the Constantine issue or if this is issue three. And they, it, there's no connection there. I don't see how Constantine would be heavily involved in something with Deathstroke on the cover. Right, but, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. Interesting. That, well, apparently that was a really cool pick. Yeah, De- Deceased is good. You should. Gra- I'm sure the first two issues are still available. Yeah. I'll grab them. It's a good read. Aaron, put them in my box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he has one that has us puzzled, something called Isolated. Yes, and uh, you did some Google research and were not able to find out what that no, was. No, so I'm going to keep digging, and maybe in the show notes I'll have a link to something that means something about that. But if you happen to walk into a comic book store and you see something called Isolated, uh, hey, we trust Aaron, so grab it. Yes, I mean, you should be walking to Cloud City anyway, if you're in yeah. Syracuse. And you can ask him And personally. tell Aaron, yeah, Monday through Friday, because that man gets weekends off and he deserves them. Just tell him, hey, Hugh and Paul told me I need to check out Isolated. Yes. It would be awesome if that happened just once, so we could justify our existence. Does that count if I go in and do it? No, it doesn't. (laughs) Do I speak, uh, do I reference myself in the third person? (laughs) (laughs) Paul Schoen says. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, the way your ego goes unchecked, I'm betting that that's going to happen at some point. (laughs) Right. Am I becoming the rack without the muscles? Is that the end of being good looking? Maybe. I guess. Hmm. Um, he also said that Absolute Carnage is on the horizon, and that's something to be looking at. Okay. Um, I, I don't... You know what? I I saw... There's been... I, we, I think I mentioned last week that there's a ton of Spider-Man books out there right now, mm-hmm. way more than there used to be. Um, I know that Absolute Carnage is coming. I've actually steered away from all of the symbiote stuff because we've had so many Venom symbiote things. I, it's like, I'm like, you know what? I can't read all this. I can't afford all this. Um, right. So... As much as I love Carnage, and Maximum Carnage is one of my favorite series of all time, um, I'm probably going to sit this one out unless we find out it makes major changes to the um, core Spider-Man status quo. Which I'm sure it won't. Well, you don't know. I mean, that, that it certainly <clears throat> could. That's my 41-year-old, been reading comics for way too many years, jaded. Well, well the, here's the thing, though. They could make a change that changes Carnage, which then might... I mean, you never know. I mean, yeah, the way comics... Cascading. I mean, then again, Rick Grimes died in the last issue of right. Walking Dead, so... Yeah, we just spent 10 minutes talking about it, so yeah. yeah. So my, my whole jadedness can't really be too no, jaded. I, we'll just have to make sure that if it, it comes out and uh, Aaron says buy this, that you do. Right. And as our discussion went, by two. Um, you know, <laughs> ask me about that one. I'm not okay. sure if I... I don't think Absolute Carnage, number one, is going to pay off my credit card bills in 20 right. years. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> that is funny, though, because when Aaron handed it to me, uh, walking to 192, and explained it, I said, outstanding. You know, I'm putting this away for the girls. So. <laughs> right? That's, there we go. Well, when I told my wife that you picked that up for me, I explained to her that if I had actually been able to buy the first issue of Walking Dead because I came into Walking Dead just a little late. Uh, they had uh, did the first trade, so five issues late, and I got the first trade, mm-hmm. and that's where I started collecting. If I had been just half a year earlier, I could pay off my credit Touching. card bills. Yeah, that one's, yeah. Because, I mean, there was such a small print run when it came out. Yeah, and look what it's become. Yeah, It's absolutely. a juggernaut. Still. It's a juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you know, uh, so yeah, do we have any other comic recommendations? One more, okay. and I say this one for last on purpose. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man status quo. Uh, do you know anything that's going on in Amazing right now? Um, I have to catch up. I've got the Hunted. Yeah, I know Hunted okay. went on, and um, they, this week they released the epilogue for it. And this I mean, week was the payoff 
for it. Oh, I don't know if I want to know about that. I'm not, I won't go into much then okay. because it literally came out a few days ago. Okay. I know because Aaron was so excited about it. He was like, you got to be reading this. You should be reading it. I'm like, why? And he showed me why. And I was like, holy shit. So he might have a set of Haunted waiting for me. Um, he's waiting on finding out if someone's coming to pick them up or not. And if they don't pick okay. them up, they're all being dumped in my box. Okay. Uh, so I know what's been going on. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil. Yeah, I, I actually haven't read anything up to the beginning of Hunted. Okay. Um, I've kind of been wanting to read it all at once, so I've just been sticking them aside. Uh, and then, of course, I got sidetracked. I mean, because when I read comics is like before I, I work in the morning, and right. I've been sidetracked with video games for a while, but also this uh, Vita hacking thing. So gotcha. I've been like, fuck, I really need to read my comic books. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. It, it was spoiled for me, but with my permission. Okay. Um, but damn. Okay, I may have God to do that. Damn. Hey, tomorrow's Father's Day. Maybe that can be what I do on Father's Day. Read Catch comics. up on my comic books. See, and now that's all I wanted to get into with comics. But let's talk Father's Day. What uh, did you ask for anything specific for Father's Day? Well, I'll tell you the the um, conversation I had. So my wife was bothering me about uh, what do you want for Father's Day? You know, what do you want to eat? She likes to make me a meal and. Here's the thing. Everything my wife makes is fucking fantastic. I mean, I get great meals on a daily basis throughout the week. Right. And for me to suddenly pick out of all of her meals, which one I, is my favorite that I want for Father's Day or, or my birthday, the same thing happens then. It's really difficult because I can't think of something I like more than the others. I mean, I look forward to dinners because she's a good cook and mm-hmm. she's got some great recipes. Now, I did make the comment. I'm like, you know what? I'd be happy with some Founders or Evil Twin and spaghetti and meatballs. Okay? Meaning, you know, yeah. six pack of Founders, a four pack of Evil Twin, and just a pretty easy basic dinner. Um, and she goes, well, she goes, why does everything have to be about beer? Because I, I like beer? See, I, and, and that's that's kind of... We, we, we connect on so many things, but we really disconnect there. She just not, does not understand how... It's kind of like, let's say you really love ice cream. Okay? But... You'll eat regular ice cream, but you only go to Gannon's a couple times a year. Or, you know, maybe you don't buy that expensive thing of Perry's Bittersweet Symphony, which she was talking about yesterday. We're looking at the ice cream. She's like, man, I love that ice cream. But she didn't get it. Um, I'm sure at some point we will, Mm -hmm. but she didn't. And she doesn't understand. I I think she still thinks of, you know, beer in a different way than I do. Beer is just binge drinking and throwing up your gut. Exactly. She just can't seem to wrap her head around that, you know, it's something I like, like right. ice cream. Right. And there are there are special things like you know, Curmudgeon's Better Half, um, Backwoods Bastard, um, all all those Founders releases, the barrel aged ones. I love those. I could get in my car and I can go to Wegmans and do it, and I can buy it anytime I want. But I don't because our money needs to be spent elsewhere. It should be spent elsewhere. That doesn't mean we don't have enough money for me to go grab a $16 six-pack. But it's but, responsibility. Yeah, I'm being yes. responsible. So on a special occasion, I figure, you know, I have two days a year that I can actually get away with that. <laughs> Father's Day and my birthday. call that out. <laughs> yeah, and I did, and she just doesn't get it. So uh, I, I don't think I'm going to be getting any special beer this year. Are you, are you saying after the show I have to take you to Wegmans and buy you your no, special Father's no, Day beer? Is no, that what's going on? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, but but in, in, on that note, um, she dropped me off today because she needed the car to go buy uh, my Father's Day gift. I don't know what that is because I didn't really ask for anything. I mean, I don't I don't really want anything. I mean, I'm happy. I have all the stuff I want um, for the most part. I mean, anybody could want like a new car or a bigger TV or something like that. But I don't have anything either. I really desire. Mm-hmm. So um, 
Who knows? Maybe she's saying that, and that's actually what she's getting me. I don't right, know. Going but, to Wegmans and yeah, buying your beer, and that's why I didn't just to say, okay, I'm going to go and grab it. Now, my birthday, I will. My birthday, I definitely grab you know a six pack of something I like uh, for my my birthday dinner area time, nice. whatever. But um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, you know, it makes me just a little bit sad that she uh, can't quite get that part of me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. have you tried having that, that discussion? I have. And it just doesn't... She, it's, I don't think it ever will. you got to remember she grew up with an alcoholic father. Right. And, so. and that's that, that's a huge hurdle to get past. I get yeah. that. Yeah. And, I mean, the fact that I, I'm able to brew beer and drink beer at home, you know, just on the weekends, having a few, uh, the fact that I can do that and she doesn't give me too much crap about that, I'm not going to push it. Right. Uh, but it, it is a, a, a hurdle to us connecting on that level whereas we connect on every other level like she even started making levels for uh, left for dead again this past week she's been spending all of her time you know in the hammer editor um <laughs> she's trying to create hogwarts castle in left for dead. oh cool yeah um which i mean i told her you know she's there sitting there working on a game level i'm like you are so sexy right now um, <laughs> you know so there, there's 99.5 percent of everything is fucking awesome this one thing uh it just sucks that it's one thing that's a huge part of my life. Like, if she hated comic books, I can kind of push that aside, you know. But, you know, making beer and drinking beer, I mean, that's, well, I would say it's my God-given right. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's a big part of my uh, my obsession yeah. with, with life. We all have things that we love. And, you know, I'm sitting here talking about hop schedules right. and shit. You know, I'm a beer nerd. And having to explain that to us yeah. because I don't get that shit. Yeah, I wish that something that was that big of a part of my life we connected with on, and it was something else that, you know, she didn't like. But I understand. Yeah, it's everybody's got their thing. I get it. Um, How about you? Obviously, you must have something to talk about for Father's I, Day. I really don't, and I just I just figured we kind of, I mean, literally, we're recording the day before Father's Day, so I figured we had to kind of touch upon it, because this gotcha. episode will come out within a week of that. Makes sense. Um, <clears throat> we, it's, uh, you walked into it this morning. Chris and like harassing me about what we're doing tomorrow. I'm like, I don't know. I have a football game. I, I have to go play football tomorrow with a busted hand. Um. So I mean, after that, I don't know. Like I, I, I asked for something specific, but it's again, it's not earth shattering if it wasn't purchased. Yeah. I looked at her on Mother's Day. You know, with all the stuff she opened up, and I looked at her. I said, "Look at me, Father's Day, Mortal Kombat 11." <laughs> and I walked away. That was like that was the extent of it. So I mean, it, it'll be something cool to have because I know she was going to start pestering me about what I want, what I want, what I want. And, and just like you, I want something, I will get it. Yeah. So it's it's what it is. But I know the kids have been bugging her because they're excited. I know they made me stuff at school. They always do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm a little scared because. Uh, when uh, I, I talked to my middle child, um, Ella, this morning, you know, I, I went to her room and I said, listen, when we get back from soccer, tomorrow's going to drop me off a pulse and she's going to go shopping for Father's Day. Um, you don't have to go, but I didn't want to get back from soccer, tell you, and then, oh, crap, yeah, I have to get I ready. Go. Yeah. You know, it's up to you. She's like, oh, well, I have a $50 Visa gift card. Maybe I can get you something. This should be fucking good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> be like, couldn't you just... Give me the gift card. I mean, we'll no, just go no. with that. I, just, I, just, I don't thank need, you. I, just, I don't need anything. You know, it's st- different. She doesn't have a job, you right. know, so I, I don't expect her you to You don't want to take all that away from her. I get it, too. Yeah. But I'm just um, now, now her deciding what to get me for father. I mean, if she does get me something, it's probably going to be very strange. And we'll be discussing this in two weeks. Probably, yes. Yeah. Like that. Um, she doesn't always make the best decisions. <laughs> she's how old, though? Uh, she's uh, 15 now. She just turned she's 15. She's 15? Yeah. Holy 
Fuck! Yeah, dude. I thought she was like 12. What happened? I lost three years somewhere, clearly, but... <laughs> well, well, GeekPod lost about a year and a half, two years, so maybe that, that's where it happened. Is that where we're sticking? I'm still yeah. back. <laughs> it's like an endgame when the people came back after the five years. Yeah. I'm still... I'm Peter Parker. Oh, so you're saying, you know, I snapped the, the fingers and brought you back earlier this year? <laughs> that's what I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. So the next uh, live event we do, you have to walk around wearing, like, the Stark, like, glove. No. So you can snap back. Are you buying it? No. Okay, then... I've, I've, I'm the only one I've seen are like the little kid versions. Yeah. So. I'm not spending money on something just for one gag. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw the uh, the replica Infinity Gauntlets they put out, and they weren't even that good. No? Like, they had triggers in them to run the fingers because they were so big. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not... No. Meh. I did not see those. I want an Infinity Gauntlet. I walked around for a month after... Um, and game came out just snapping trying to make people go away <laughs> <laughs> Kristen said she goes we're not going to dust fuck <laughs> uh, so I looked at them and I said you know I said by the odds two of you are gone and I said I'm betting on Madison staying <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dick um that's what we got down here I, I'm perusing my poorly jotted list yeah that is pretty rough for you yeah I've got one thing left on here. We've discussed everything else on this list. Well, shit. What do you got? Well, I guess we can go into the news. That would probably be a good idea. All right. So, uh, first up, we won more. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Swamp Thing uh, was canceled yes. two days after the premiere of the episode. Well, that was a good title, wasn't it? Yes. I yes. like that. Because it was, you know, made by James Wan. Yeah, I understood and that reference. I, I know. I just had to... That was good. That, yeah, that's I one of my that. better ones. There you go. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of confusion over this. Uh, originally, DC came out and they said that there was some confusion over the tax breaks they were getting from the state of North Carolina. Saw that. Yeah, the state of North Carolina came out and said, um, no, there wasn't. There was no confusion. Uh, I didn't uh, hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were like, no, they knew exactly what they were getting. There was never any confusion. Um, so DC came out this week and made another statement. Uh, and then in that statement, they basically said, yes, we understood the tax breaks we were getting. We know a lot of you want an answer about this. This is all we can tell you at this time, and the rest of the episodes will be released. Now, I'm thinking, uh, unless Derek Mears raped uh, Virginia Madsen or something like this, I can't imagine what possibly could have happened for them to just decide to cancel the show. Like that. And, and from what I'm hearing, it's good. It's right? fucking great! I'm two episodes in. I mean, the third one came out this week. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. It is great, Paul. It is really freaking good. Now, maybe it gets stupid by the end. And they cut it by two episodes, Yeah, right? Yeah, well, uh, two or three. It was supposed to be 12 or 13. They cut it down to 10. Uh, but it's fucking awesome. Hmm. I do not understand this decision. And DC is basically saying, yeah, we don't want to tell you. Uh, I've also heard it has a lot to do with some WB acquisition and they're rethinking the whole streaming service Ex thing. Except that they are saying in that official statement they said we are not changing anything we are still mm. developing new properties for uh, our, our service you know we have Titan Season 2 coming out they're, I Star think they're working on doing Star, Star Girl yeah they, they specifically said they're still working on new properties so nothing in that statement makes sense I mean that, that would be uh, a good reason for them to maybe here's the thing Season one comes out, you're reorganizing things, you don't have to cancel the show. You can actually wait more than two days after the premiere and see how that all works out. Right. Before you do something as final as canceling the show. Yeah. 
uh, because most of these things don't get they don't have to get renewed the day they come out. Right. You know, you don't have to have that discussion for God. How long? Well, t- at least ten weeks. Right. You know, you wouldn't expect to talk renewal until the entire show had aired, and they could look at all the data. So, yeah, two days after it premiered, like I said, I mean, unless something really horrible happened on set, um, I don't understand what this is about. That's Makes weird. absolutely no sense. Next up, calling up a storm. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there has been a lot of hubbub in the uh, news lately about 5G service. Now, do you know what 5G service is, Paul? Yeah, it's the next step up from the Yeah, 4G. it's, it's yeah. fifth generation um, cellular service. And there, there's some interesting stuff going on there. Apparently, it runs on the 24 gigahertz uh, bandwidth spectrum. Okay. And there is a potential for that to interfere with weather forecasting equipment that runs at the same um, spectrum. Now, that makes sense. Okay. If, we, if everybody in the country switches to 5G, all of a sudden that bandwidth is going to be very full. And if the weather forecasting equipment uses that same bandwidth, there could definitely be problems. And people are saying, well, it, we're, we're going to be slowed down you know, in, in storm warnings and disaster warnings and things like that. Um, that's a bad thing. Now, NASA and NOAA came out and said this. You know what NOAA is? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, NOAA is the, uh, just in case for anyone else that doesn't, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration have both come out and said 5G could potentially cause these problems. Now, FCC Chairman Ajit Patel, who believes corporations are honest and we don't really need net neutrality, says both NASA and NOAA are wrong. Now, his track record of being a paid-for lying corporate fucksack does not engender trust in any words that come out of his trash hole, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, But I have to think, the guy that lies for corporations says some of the best scientific minds in the world are wrong. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Your flag right there. Well, yeah. well, I mean, remember, this is the guy that you know said, "Oh, everyone wants net neutrality." No, you don't. We're going to ignore what the public said and pushed it through anyway because it's good for corporations. Uh, what do you think um, if they had to put five G on hold? Is that going to ding Verizon and AT and T and cause oh, them yeah. some money and delays? Yeah, I'm sure it really is. So. I'm not a big fan of Patel to begin with. Um, he's it, it's it's kind of like you know all the other people we talk about, like putting an, an oil baron in charge of you know the EPA and things like that. Right. Um, a bad choice, and uh, I just can't trust this guy. If the scientists say that this this is going to happen, I have to think it is. Uh, finally, at least he already has the tights. Now uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but you know the uh, new Batman movie. A lot of more, a lot more stuff is coming out uh, beyond the the casting of Robert Pattinson. They're saying there could be two, four, up to six villains, all sorts of stuff. Jesus. Now, uh, Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy star Dave Bautista has thrown his hat in the ring and said that he would really like to play Bane in the new Batman films. Now I don't know that we're absolutely confirmed Bane's even in this one, but he's probably one of the characters they're moving around, and eventually he would be. Right. Uh, and, you know, he's saying he wants to play Bane. And I'm like, you know, that's actually pretty damn inspired casting. Because mm-hmm. he probably does already have the tights. You know, Bane has the whole luchador uh, look going on. <laughs> Definitely has the physique without needing to inject himself with venom first. Holy right. crap. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, his... You could say stuff about his acting skills back when he was in the WWE, but he's really killed it as Drax. And oh he's, my God! Yeah, yes. and he's taken on some other roles too, where he he clearly can act. I mean, he gets acting uh, coaching because he knows he he's aware that he's not. At least when he started, uh, you know, uh, playing Drax, he was aware that he wasn't that great. He actually got an acting coach to help him out with that uh, because he wants to be good. He right. has the desire. Um, I'm sure he already has the skill to play Bane. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think you'd do that. Without a doubt. Uh, and I think he'd be a good fit. I mean, he, he looks the part. Uh, I'm sure he can act the part. I, I would be pretty excited about that. I'm hoping we get something a little more 
close to the source material than what Tom Hardy did with it. But yeah, I, I certainly hope we do as well. Um, I I would. I have to think, considering we've gotten two versions of Bane that weren't super close. I mean, the the old movie. I mean, at least there was Venom and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, he, he looked was just like Vane. Yeah, yeah, but he was just like a freaking bodyguard. You know, the, yeah. the backstory was there. Sorry, Paul. The reason I'm rubbing my nose is I'm trying not to sneeze in the middle of my nose segment. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that Matt Reeves is probably going to do a, a more um, a more faithful adaptation. I mean, we really need that at this point. I mean, yeah. especially if, since they're rebooting Batman again, I think they're probably going to go get it right down to brass tacks and do things as close to right as they can. I mean, I, so. I, I can't see any reason for them to uh, go through all this and do like you know, Batman with shark repellent or something ridiculous or stupid. I mean, they've they've got a good story, uh, they've got a good basis for it, and just follow it. I mean, I would love to see a Batman film series that starts maybe not quite at the beginning, but goes through things like you know, um, Breaking the Bat, Nightfall, goes through uh, No Man's Land. I mean, there's there's so many good Batman stories that have never been touched. They right. always co-opt the characters and then create their own story out of it. Well, didn't they try to do basically No Man's Land in Gotham? Uh, yeah, apparently they did. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how successful that was because I, I just couldn't watch Gotham. I awful. watched, I think, the first half of season one and I was yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I well, I, even beyond that, I mean, there's... Uh, what led up to No Man's Land? There's, there's a bunch of... Uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try to think through my uh, my graphic novel collection, but yeah, there's a ton of good Batman stories mm-hmm. uh, that they could tell. And uh, that's the news, kids. Now, I'm going to go meet some Russians who have dirt on the Cosmic Book News guys. And you know, it's not interference. They have information. I think you might want to listen. When someone comes up with oppo research, right, they came up with oppo research, I won't even call the FBI. Life doesn't work that way. For fuck's sake, Paul... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I saw that in the news, too, and I was dumbfounded. Yeah, yeah is, pretty I much. think the proper, proper word for that. Um, how much alcohol was in your beer, by the way? I don't know why. Because I've got a decent buzz rolling right now. Really? Yeah, I do. Actually, you know, I was. I thought, did you eat anything this morning? SpaghettiOs. Really? <laughs> yep. That was breakfast. I wouldn't eat those things accidentally. How do you on purpose eat them for fucking breakfast? I purposely did. Well, Madison was rocking her breakfast sandwich. Yeah. We're out of milk. Otherwise, I probably would have had a bowl of cereal. But. Shit. You could at least put it on some toast or something. (laughs) What what did I refer to them as? Um, Italian Cheerios, I think. Excuse me. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the uh, the level is uh, because I don't have a hydrometer, so I have no way to measure any of that. Okay. Um, I would love to, though. But you, uh, with a hydrometer, you have to measure the specific gravity when you first brew. Like, when you fer- when everything's in there before you ferment it, you measure the specific gravity, and then you measure it again afterwards, and the difference tells you the, uh, the alcohol level. Um, the base of this should have been, like, 5 to 7%. I did add uh, a pound and a half or two pounds of brown sugar to okay. it, which would have bumped that up maybe a point. So we'd be looking at like five to eight percent okay. probably. Outstanding. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. Glad I could help out. So I'm not doing a WTF this week just because no? nothing fucked up happened, unfortunately. You know, if you had told me that, I um, could have prepared one. No, but I figured I'm going to fill that in with um, a people of Syracuse. Oh, okay. To that end works. out the show. Because that's almost like a WTF file yeah, anyway. Yeah, I've seen this guy a couple times. 
I don't have this one written out. Oh wait, you're you're doing it. You're ending yeah. the show now. I, I mean, we're an hour plus in. Yeah. Well, you do you, you have more? You mentioned that you wanted to talk about the Avengers game. Motherfucker, you're right. We didn't even really get into video games. I forgot. Yeah. So you're gonna talk about the Avengers. I game. thought you got to the end of your list. And That's why. I I wanted to know um how what this broken hand thing's all about. Oh yeah, since I've teased it twice. Yes. Actually. Um. Well, after our last recording session, uh, the next day I had uh, had a football game, and um. I was lined up against kid 20 years younger than me. And this kid regularly wins the award for most sacks in a season every time. Wow, I only have one. Um, you do know what sacks are in football, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, okay. I do. Um, so this kid's clearly strong, fast, and talented. And he was lined up against me. Um, so I was doing everything I can in my power to basically just slow him down. At one point, I throw myself in front of him pop both hands like this and my right hand when i say like this it's two hands out doing a proper blocking technique kind of like saying stop yes but it's you're jamming somebody in the chest shoving them um he was spinning to the right as i did it so my right hand kept following his momentum and the whole thing came back there was significant poppage and um i haven't checked anything but um we're two weeks later from that from that game because we didn't play last week they we were had a bye week so we had the week off and um still significant pain um probably in here i'm thinking it's probably not a fully broken hand i'm thinking i broke these knuckles Mm -hmm. um and then last saturday i spent um raking um a yard and a half of stone off of a trailer three times oh yeah so it's it's been pretty bad. It's, it's it's not as swollen as it was, but as you can see, that you don't see knuckles there. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a good time with that. Lovely. Um, I was told I should get it looked at. I'm not going to do that. I was also told I should not play tomorrow. I'm not going to do that either. So, you mean you are going to do? Yes, that. I'm going to play. Yes. I was told I shouldn't play, and I'm not taking that advice. Okay. But now that we're clear, registered nurse. Yeah. So that's what the busted hand's about. I'm sorry, that sucks. That shit happens. You know how many injuries I've had in the two years I've been playing in the stupid <laughs> football league? <laughs> I should tell you something. It should, but it doesn't, you know. I mean, I show up with two knee braces and an ankle brace on every week, so. Man, I worry about you. I hear that a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, so, video games. You had video games you wanted to discuss. Well, yeah, I, I never really um, touched on uh, a few uh, episodes ago I talked about... Uh, all the series I was playing through. Mm-hmm. I, I finally finished our, the uh, Batman series. I don't know if I actually said that. I think you um, did. You mentioned okay. that you completed them okay. through all of them. I started on the Far Cry series, mm-hmm. and um, I started playing Far Cry Primal, which I'm I'm now I'm now done with, except for like one or two little side missions uh, when I got distracted by the whole Vita thing. And uh, the reason I chose Far Cry is all of the games I've been playing from Assassin's Creed. I did that. I did Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Then I did Batman. Then I did Assassin's Creed Origins, and everything has been hand-to-hand or hand-to-hand weapons. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, Far Cry is generally a shooter, jumping right into guns, I'm thinking would probably be kind of jarring. These games were also all third-person, whereas Far Cry is a first-person game. So Primal seemed like a good mix. It's it's set back in the um, you know Stone Age times, basically cavemen, and there's no actual English in it. It's all ooga-booga language, <laughs> and they have subtitles. Uh, but it's with you know spears and rocks and bows. And uh, I thought it would be a, a good way to ease myself into the first-person shooter. And I, I want to say this, because, you know, my, my middle daughter, Ella, has wanted to play Far Cry Primal forever. 
and I finally got it on my PlayStation, and didn't take long to beat. It took me about two weeks, uh, maybe three. I, the one thing that really gets me is it's really uneven. When you start playing the game, when it goes to nighttime, it's terrifying because the predators come out at night, and you are a defenseless caveman. You don't have armor. Right. Uh, at least initially, you don't have all that much to, to protect you from anything, and your weapons are weak. But you have the ability to tame animals, and uh, you can tame your first animal in the first five or six hours of the game. Once you tame an animal, all of that dread goes away because the animal will attack um, you know, other animals. And once you mm-hmm. learn that skill, I mean, I kind of jumped ahead because I tamed my first wolf, figure it out, level up that quest, uh, that skill line, and you know, within one day of playing, you know, a few hours, I've got a saber-toothed tiger, nice. you know, which is way stronger than the wolf, and I don't even have to kill shit. It kills shit for me. Um, yeah, the difficulty... It, it wasn't very difficult, and it got super easy, you know, after that point. And it, being that there's not a whole lot of story there, because there's not a lot of communication, I mean, it was good. It's worth playing, mm-hmm. especially because it's something that's never been tried before, and it may not be done again for a long time. Um, but I would not say it was amazing. A good enough to keep me hooked through the end of it, but, uh, you know, like, I, I, I wouldn't... I would rather play an Assassin's Creed game than yeah. Far Cry Primal, and it does make me concerned that I'm not going to like um, Far Cry 4, uh, which is the next one on my list. Why 4? Have you already played the first three? Well, no, but they're old systems, and you... Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, and, and you, you could... I mean, people say <laughs> Far Cry 3 is amazing, but, I mean, I could probably run that on my computer, but I... Uh, I, you know they, they don't they're not connected stories each one okay. is its own story uh, so it, I'm not gonna miss anything uh, in the story by jumping to four and four is kind of where we start on modern consoles okay that makes more sense um, I mean is there is there a through line in any of this or far cry is just well the idea is it's an open world sandbox game okay and each installment I mean there are some little uh, connections. Uh, for instance, uh, Far Cry Primal and Far Cry 4 actually take place on the same map, even though you don't know it. Or it might be Far Cry 5. Um, but they just, re- I mean, Stone Age and then Modern Age, but they actually use the same map. That's if you pretty played, cool. If you played Primal, you'll recogni- you might recognize some of the landmarks, uh, but they're not really connected in any way. Um, actually, I think it must be 5, because 4 happens in, like, the Himalayas or something. Um and then there's like the the new the new one Far Cry Five, and then they came out with Far Cry Five New Dawn or Far Cry New Dawn. And what that is is apparently at the end of Far Cry Five, a nuclear bomb drops. Well, Far Cry New Dawn is the same area, like a number of years later. Nice. There's mutated animals and things like that, uh, and there are ties back to that game. Uh, so I mean, in in some areas of the franchise there are, but I mean, as far as starting at four, no, that's fine. Hmm. Interesting. For some reason, I thought Far Cry, Far Cry 3 was a PS4 game. They might have done a port to the PS4. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure that it was a PS2 game. I could really? be wrong about that. Okay. Um, is there a storyline to each of these? or Each one has its own storyline, yeah. Okay. I've, I've never played any of them. They all follow a, a basic formula. Um, a, a person in an open world, they have some reason to be there. There are um, outposts to capture. Okay. And you can use stealth or not use stealth. It's funny because it's kind of like Ubisoft has actually taken the Assassin's Creed and the Far Cry um, franchises and kind of merged them into the same game because the the last two Assassin's Creed installments, even though they're third person and focus on different weapons, kind of work the same way. Really? Yeah, you come across a base, um, the enemies have levels, you have to try to 
prevent them from alerting and calling more enemies, sneak around stealthily, and kill everybody and capture the base. Um, and it's the same thing in both games, but, you know, in Far Cry, it's first person with guns. Gotcha. And how old is Primal? 2014, Okay, I think. So it's probably one of those I could walk into, like, micro game and get reasonably cheap. Oh, yeah. Or you could, um, I, I think I got it on the uh, PlayStation Store for less than $10. Mm, on sale when, when they have a sale they do ubisoft sales uh, pretty often i'm apparently becoming a fan of that that publisher because i'm playing a lot of their games nice all right what else do you have for for gaming oh that's it for me paul all right so did you see the announcement about the avengers project which is now just called the avengers i did see the announcement and thought wow that's a few years too late <laughs> right um you've got to watch the trailer um we did post the trailer to the the Facebook page. Okay. Um, it's definitely an interesting take. Um, they haven't shown gameplay or how that's going to work yet. But I mean, the the graphics look phenomenal. Um, their characterization choices, people aren't real thrilled with. Like what? Some of it. Cap um, is wearing like tactical armor instead of a costume. The rest of them look okay. I guess they, a lot of people are saying that Black Widow looks kind of mannish. But they, they definitely went out of their way to make sure that they weren't using MCU likenesses. Okay. Like, this is not an MCU Avengers port at all. This is its own story. Like, the, the game opens up from what we've seen in the trailer on the Avengers celebrating opening their West Coast compound. It's called A-Day. It's in San Francisco. As they're celebrating for the media and everything, <clears throat> something happens on the Golden Gate Bridge. There's an explosion. Um, Cap sends Thor and Iron Man out to check it out. And I guess um, Hulk and Black Widow go as well. Hawkeye's nowhere to be found in this. Um, as they're over there handling it, there's a bunch of like armored thugs and... As they're all drawn away, Cap's still on the helicarrier, you know, dealing with, you know, whatever else is happening. Then there's an attack on the helicarrier. Cap's there by himself to try and defend it. Um, they focus on one of the thugs who looks quite a bit like Taskmaster. Okay. So I think he's going to be a villain in that. They end up destroying the helicopter. Helicopter. <laughs> helicarrier. As long as he's on it, it kind of is a helicopter. Yes. They destroy it. Cap's on it. Apparently Cap dies. Okay. Um, public sentiment says, you know, none of this would have happened if it wasn't for the Avengers. This is all their fault. They disband. Five years later, something happens. I don't know why everything is five years later in all these things. Something happens that brings the rest of them back together. They show it like, well, they're all arguing about it. Tony Stark's got long hair. They're arguing that something needs to be done. They come back together. That's when the storyline takes place. Okay. That's the trailer. Uh, also says at the end of the trailer that if you want to get it on the beta, you have to pre-order the game for a PlayStation. Those are going to be the preferred ones. So guess who went out this past week and pre-ordered the game? You did. Oh yeah, it's probably going to be a waste of a beta, but maybe. I you know I I always hate it when uh this game's been in development for a, for really a long, long time. time. Yes, and I got to tell you, I would be uh, hesitant to pre-order. Just because, I mean, this could be a colossal disaster. Could be. It really could. I mean, I'm not... It, with an established franchise, I'm usually okay with a pre-order, but mm -hmm. 
the fact that it's taken them this long. I mean, this was announced like three years ago or something ridiculous. It was a couple years ago, I'm sure. Yeah, and, yeah. and we're still not even seeing gameplay. Yeah. Uh, that concerns me. I'm taking the leap, well, for one, because most of the pre-order was paid for in gift cards that I had gotten over the previous years that I've done nothing with. Um, but I'm taking the leap because it is a Marvel project, and lately the Marvel projects have been pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, and I think that's because when Disney involved, now they're not letting them just put out shit games. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's good. Um, they are talking about they will there will be DLC content, but it's all included in the price of the game. Oh, nice! Like, you don't have to pay for all the DC, the DLCs. There's going to be characters added in as they do all these. So additional characters to play with. I'm excited. Um, I have been enjoying some of the memes that have come out from it. Yeah. Yeah, because they do one that's... And they all use the same picture of the Avengers gathered together where it shows Steve in this tactical armor. Like... Okay, it makes more sense when I finish the meme. <laughs> it says, uh, the top one is a picture of all of them. It says, what makes, uh, what makes you so different from us? And the bottom is from... Uh, the Dark Knight, where he says, I'm not wearing hockey armor. <laughs> hockey pads. So, I'm like, that's okay, funny. that's fair. And then they did another one with um, Spaceballs. Top says, you idiots, you captured their stunt doubles, and it's that picture from the game of the <laughs> Avengers. I'm like, okay, that's good. I gotta give him that. But, um, I- I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm, I guess, cautiously excited for it. Especially because okay. I put the money in on a game for almost a year away. The, yeah. girl, the girl at Best Buy when I was I was ordering the pre-order I was looking and she was like when does this come out? I'm like next May. She goes we don't usually do pre-orders this far out. <laughs> I'm like well you know look and it was there. So man. We'll, see. well I, I hope it ends up being good. I mean it would be nice to have so far the only good Avengers game we have is that old arcade game. You remember yes. that? I love so that good. game. Yeah I saw that somewhere recently. Someone had it, or maybe it's a port that's coming out. I did see the um, the arcade one-up things. Have you seen those? The the yeah, you can yeah. get them at Walmart. You see, they announced the Marvel one that's coming no. out. Yeah, Marvel superheroes. It's gonna have Marvel superheroes, um, X Men, Children of the Atom, nice, and the Punisher. I don't remember there being a Punisher arcade game. There was a Punisher arcade game. You know, that's tricky, though, because how do you do on that cabinet do uh, the X-Men game? That was a uh, a four-player multiple. Yeah, Yeah, and I don't know, because it's only got two. So I guess they're paring it down. But I guess you can get all that stuff on um, emulators already if we really wanted to. You can. But I don't know how to do any of that stuff. That's okay. So If you ever want to know, let me know. Fantastic. What else we got? I think that might be it, Paul. Um, Outstanding. Yeah, that's the end of what I have written down. All right, so I guess we're back to ending off with our people of Syracuse. Take two. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm calling this guy um, Captain Confederacy. Okay. <laughs> I've seen him often. It's He's clearly probably a mentally disturbed homeless man. Um, African-American man. Tendency to walk around with no shirt on. His pants about to fall down around his ankles. Uh, and they look like they're um, hospital-issued pants. You know, like if you come in there, that's what they give you. Yeah. And um, a Confederate flag tied around his neck like a cape. 
Really? I swear to God. I swear on my children. Wow. He, yes, and, and he, he stomps around downtown shouting at things. Um, just, like, yelling like he's in the middle of a fight with... Like, the first couple times I thought he was on his phone, like, arguing with somebody. Like, with a headset in. No, he's he, he's he's picking fights with, like, garbage cans, um, <laughs> plastic bags, fl- like, floating down the street, the occasional car, um, once with um, a UPS guy who was just trying to go put his, his um, dolly yeah. back. I, I'm making pushing motions, like, like, not like he's carrying, like, a baby doll, but um, a box-moving dolly kind of thing. And, and to the to the UPS guy's credit, he was just ignoring him, just going down the street. And then here comes Captain Confederacy, like plotting behind him, just shouting and yelling. What kind of stuff is he yelling? Um, it's most of it is just like really angry shouting and a lot of obscenities. Like, you definitely get the vibe that he's trying to pick a fight. You're like motherfucker, this and you, you fucking hear me and blah 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 shit like that. Wow. But yeah, the, these are the these are the the streets of downtown. Like now, midday on a, on a weekday. Why are, are the police not doing something about that? I don't know because they, they're typically stationed on that corner. Like this is the corner of um, Salina and I don't even know what that one is that basically dead ends into the most. And I'm not saying that, that we should be arresting homeless people, but I mean if he's aggravatingly violent, yeah. potentially, yeah, it seems like they should do something about that. You would think, yeah. We see so much stuff down there, like crazy stuff. Like I mean, multiple times you've seen people ODing in the alleyway, like right next to our building. Really? Yes, like Bank Alley, as it's called. It's, it's literally right next to the Onondaga Towers, which are now the Barclay Damon Towers. Well, that's the first time I've ever referenced the name of. I might have to beep that out. Uh oh. Um, but yeah, the, there's always cops and ambulances there. Across the street from us, there's a convenience store where, I, I shit you not, I have seen the people running the store come chasing people out of the store with clubs in their hand. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They, they have locked out the, the store before to keep crazy people out. Like that we had a couple weeks ago, five police cars show up to surround a guy because he was, like, kicking the door, trying to get back in, screaming at them. Yeah. We, we definitely have a problem downtown lately. You know, it's funny, too, because we were just downtown for the Taste of Syracuse mm-hmm. and didn't really see any of that craziness Oh, because that's like two blocks over. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, some interesting things did happen uh, while it was a Taste of Syracuse. Um, one, uh, we tried out the uh, the Firehouse subs. Did you have I to? didn't stop there. I've had them in Florida, though. Ah, uh, see, we'd never had them before, and uh, one of them th- they gave us a little tiny, it's like two bites on a sample, mm-hmm. was their uh, pastrami corned beef one. And I took a bite, and I was like, holy crap, this is really good bring it over to my wife and she's not ever been a fan of corned beef or pastrami but since i've been making my own at home like smoking it she's actually decided that it's okay so she tried it and she's like this is really good we went there yesterday for lunch she bought that sub the corned beef pastrami one which you'd normally think i would what's that pricey no 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 really yeah not at all what did you pay for a sub there? Uh, I was like seven something for a medium sub. Oh, a medium. Because so, we got the fulls when we went down, and they were like $15 subs. No, I, I don't think they're $15 here. Maybe it's just the uh, Florida one. Potentially. Uh, but she loved it. I got their meatball yeah. one, and I did it uh, sweet and spicy. They have a sauce that they can put on it. It was fucking fantastic. I mean, I want to go back there today. Nice. so good. Um, but the other thing, uh, actually, this doesn't fall under weird stuff, but I actually saw a nipple while we were down there. 
I'm somehow not surprised, but please tell me the story. I, I don't even. There's not really a story. You just walked by a, a random nipple. Yeah, basic. Well, no, I was uh, I was walking through. I'd walked over to check on. Uh, they had this taco truck right on the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the corner way. But the thing is, they their sample was like Korean beef. It didn't say Korean beef taco. It said Korean beef. And I, I walked all the way over there. And I'm like, I really want to try this taco or their figure street tacos. And I'm like, man, that's. Then there was nobody there, and there, it didn't say taco. So I turned around to walk back. I'm walking back to my wife when this couple cuts in front of me, and this girl's like, fucking shirts open and her boobs. I and mean, I wasn't even looking. It's not like I was like looking at a hot girl. I saw a nipple. I was like, turned around to walk, and right in front of me, I was like, ah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, random ninja nipple nipple. That was a. Uh, it startled me. I, I yeah, because like that's nipples, not something you tend yeah, to see. Yeah, so. it just it really startled me. Uh, also, though, they had another street taco place that was. Um, it was down by that little alley where they have the second stage. I don't know what the place was called, but holy crap, were those good! Like yeah. I tried the missions tacos; they were okay, but this place was awesome. Nice. There was lots of good food. There was. It was great. Um, there was an Asian place that had a chicken sandwich. Over by where the main stage was, I don't okay. remember what the name of it was, but one of the one of my coworkers got it. It was a, it was a five dollar sandwich, but the thing was probably this big around. Really, and it looked really good. He said it was amazing. He said it had a nice kick to it. Uh, they had pickles on it, which is always weird to me, but he, he loved it. I went with the bacon bomb because it's the bacon bomb. The bacon bomb is awesome, but you know I don't do that the bacon bomb anymore. Yeah, that's there's a lot to that. That's. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't do it anymore because I've made my own bacon bomb at home. It's better. And it's so much better. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I make it. Do the lattice of bacon. Throw in the smoker. Yeah, it's. it's yeah, because they don't better. lattice their bacon bomb. I, I, I well, I don't know what exactly they do with it, but they the, wrap it. The last time I had one, I was just like, "This is not as good as the one I made at home." So yeah. Hmm. No point to do that. I also make it huge, so well, I mean, you, you, you eat it with a knife and fork. You don't put it on a piece of bread. Which is probably better for you. Well, if you're eating a bacon bomb already, I don't think a bun really is going to make a difference. But I mean, I'm just trying to help here. Because I know I'm not supposed to eat all that those carbs, and I do it anyway. But on that note, I'm done here. Alright, well I think it's time to wrap up the show. Alright, well, on that note, mega bite me, bitches. This has been a GeekPod Network production. Show notes and links to our social media can be found on our webpage, www.geekpod.com. That's G33KPOD.com. Want to help us out? Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Reviews really help keep us on the charts. Thanks, guys, and see you next time.